<laughs> Too late to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Well, welcome, 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 uh, ladies and gentlemen, again to the Inside Out Effect podcast, the long-awaited Inside Out Effect podcast uh, from the last two weeks. I was going to say, long awaited. It hasn't been two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah, I know everyone's been waiting for it. So many people. Uh, so I'm your host, uh, Stephen Jakes, and uh, co-founder of the Inside Out Effect and HealingTheMind.co.uk. Uh, this is episode 51, and today wow. we will be discussing uh, the topic of relationships, part two, and uh, why we stay in relationships that don't work, um, which we touched on last week. And we're just going to recap on a few bits on that just to refresh people that are watching and also uh having confidence today uh again and obviously the power of letting go and moving on and uh you know how that actually is uh tough for some people mm. when they're doing that um but also as well uh we're going to be doing something a little bit different this week so i've added something new uh, and it's something... I don't know anything about this. This is not this is a surprise for me too. This is a surprise, yes. Uh, and uh and basically um i've done uh, a little uh, a quiz which all you guys can actually join in as well um and join with so if you're going to go and get yourself a pen and a bit of paper at the end of the podcast we're going to test uh jonathan's general knowledge which um, jonathan has none jonathan doesn't do general knowledge jonathan yeah. does specific knowledge uh, yeah and basically um we're going to uh, do uh, 10 questions and some true and false questions to see how well you get on. And so, like I said, if you guys grab a pen, you can join in as well and test your own knowledge. Right. Uh, we're so, also doing, go on, what were you going to say? Well, Jonathan's knowledge consists of therapy, magic, and the Teletubbies. Yeah, great. Well, That's basically it. That's basically my knowledge right there. This is going to be highly interesting, I believe. <laughs> this is going to be good. <laughs> Um, um, and I think it's going to be fun. I've got some corkers in there. Have you? Yeah, just okay. stuff that I know of. And just I just, that I you just know of. Quiz it and, yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. So uh, so anyway, so that's what we're going to do a little bit later on at the end. Do of I the get a part. prize if I get them right? Funny enough, you will, but I'll really? save that to the very end. That's um, what worries me. Yes. So, um, uh, right. okay, well, look, I've just realised I haven't got my phone here. So do you want to grab uh, Carry On Talking? And um, no, I'm going to take I'll no. get your phone in a minute. Hey, so we're going to be okay doing the, 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 the stupidest thing we've heard this week. Uh, as well, which we shall I do that now? You can do the stupidest thing you've heard this week. Is well, it, no, is it the stupidest thing you saw? The stupidest thing I saw, yeah. Yes. Um, so uh, I went into town to grab someone a birthday card mm. this week. And uh, as I was uh, coming out of the card shop, I see uh, a young lad all tattooed up. And yeah. uh, he had a big one on his arm that said, No fear, with a dagger with all blood dripping down on it. All right. And he was wearing a mask. <laughs> And I actually stopped and pulled him up on it. Did you? I went, seriously, mate, are you taking the piss? <laughs> no fear. He's got a tattoo of no fear on his arm. Massive tattoo. And he's, I just said, I can't believe what I'm seeing. And he's oh, wearing a dear, so that's funny. Completely and utterly crazy. Uh, it just funny. goes to show. But that just shows projection. Yeah, that is projection. That's projection. Someone's projecting, they've got no fear. But deep down, they're very, very fearful. So, and, yes. and we say it all the time, whatever anyone projects, the opposite's always true. And that's your pendulum. Yeah. So anyway, as so I said earlier, you don't see a green beret with a tattoo, no fear on it, do you? No, you don't, no, see, a green you don't, don't see that. No, no exactly. there might be a reason for that. Just so I just found that highly amusing, and uh, I had to, I actually pulled him up on it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the right that's... thing to do or not. But well, he'd, I... probably, he'd, he'd probably be frightened. So... Yeah, <laughs> so I well, I didn't. Anything. I didn't say it aggressively. No. I just said, are you fucking joking? What's cognitive? It's like cognitive dissonance, isn't it? It's like you're seeing two things that don't match. It's like what's 
I know, it's just yeah. crazy. I mean, why yeah. people are still wearing them, I don't know. I don't get it. But we they don't watch our podcast and learn about health. So they don't. But anyway, so that's the stupidest thing I've seen this week. Okay. So I just what about thought, the funniest thing I've heard? What about the funniest thing you've heard this week? So the funniest thing I heard, now I, I think this is very funny, but Steve didn't find it funny, but I think it's very funny. Um, uh, one of my friends, um, and if she's listening, well, she'll know like, who she is. You don't get the phone. So one of my friends, if she's listening, she'll know who she is. I won't mention names. Um, but uh, she told me that... That, uh, that she's getting a cake for her cat for her birthday, and it's called a, ca- a cat cake. They actually have cakes for cats. This I found absolutely hysterical. Uh, I have no idea why. I never even knew that they made cakes for cats, but apparently they do, and apparently they're made for dogs as well. And I've told people this since, and they, they've actually taken it quite seriously. I thought it was hysterical. So clearly I'm the odd one out on this one. Uh, I'm, I'm not seeing the sensibleness in this, but... <laughs> But to me, getting a cake for a cat is very funny. Bless her. Uh, the, the cat is 23. So happy birthday to Honey for last Friday. Uh, that is an amazing achievement. But getting her a cake, I'm not really sure about it. <laughs> so I thought that was really, really funny. Um, and uh, so if you find that funny, let me know. If you don't, that's okay too, because Steve didn't think it was funny. Either. I didn't find it funny. Oh, I was very funny the way she told me. Uh, but maybe it's just my friend. She tends to be say very funny things to me. <laughs> I thought it was hysterical. Oh, I, mean, I just imagined this cat sitting in front of the cake trying to blow the candle out. That's all I imagined. <laughs> I was like, happy birthday to turn the lights out, yeah. bringing the cake with a lit candle, and then getting the cat, blow it out, sweetheart. <laughs> and then I'm like, no, it doesn't really work. No. No, no I get it's silly, but. It is a silly. It, well, it's, it was, well, sweet. I mean, it was people, sweet. But people are get attached to their pets, though, don't they? It's, it's very sweet. But it was, when I, as soon as she said, I just laughed. I was like, really? Seriously? Yeah. I don't, I'm not surprised. Okay, cool. So, okay. Um, so, before we start going into all the information, uh, I'm going to do our usual introduction. Yes. So, before we start. Go on in. Before we start, I'd like to introduce my co-host, the creator of the DTO system, the co-founder of the Inside Out Effect with my good self. Thank you again, Jonathan. That's right. Uh, we're going to welcome him tonight into this amazing studio that is my home. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he's also the author of a book. Decoding Pain, the Blueprint to Healing Chronic Pain, as well as the Detail Handbook. Let me introduce to you tonight the great and amazing Jonathan Shaw. So, good evening, Jonathan. Good evening, uh, Mr. Thank James. you for your cat story. Absolutely That's all right. Had me, it had wasn't only so it made me laugh. Absolute <laughs> tears. Uh, so, yes. So, anyway, uh, how are you, my friend? It's been two weeks. What have you been up to? What would you like to share with the general viewers? General viewers? General viewers? viewers? General, the general viewers? No, it's been... Um, I've had a lot of injuries come and see me. I get a lot of, get a lot of injuries at the moment. I think because everyone's gone back to doing things again and they've gone back to doing their sports, they're starting to injure themselves again. Whereas obviously the last year and a half, no one's done anything. So there's been no injuries technically. Yeah. Um, so I'm getting a lot of uh, injuries that people think, you know, are caused by their their sport, if you like. And, and the reality is it's not really caused by the sport as a general rule. Um, and I get people come to me and they just, their injuries been misdiagnosed consistently. They just, they get told the wrong things all the time. So I've just been seeing a lot of injuries this week, uh, well, past couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and different bits and pieces like that. Been treating some relationship issues and some, and, uh, other bits and pieces like that, really. Anything of any significance? I'm trying to think, actually. I can't uh, think. Trying to think? Trying that means you're not think. thinking. I, well, you either no, think or you I'm don't think. You don't can't think. try yeah. and think. I am I'm think. going to, I'm going to try. No, I am thinking. I'm, I'm thinking to see if there's anything back. But if, if something comes to me, I will let you know. I know. I've had clients come to me and say, well, I'm trying to do this thing. I'm yes. Like, well, if you're trying to do it, then you're not doing it. You're not doing it. I know. Yeah, I do that as well with clients. I hold a pen and go, try and grab the pen. I do that. And when they reach out, I go, no, you grabbed it. Try it. 
Mate, do you know what? That's funny. I do exactly the same exercise. Yeah, it's a great thing to do with them. I know. They, 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 they look at you puzzled when you do it. Like, what do you mean? They take the pen and they go, no, 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 that's taking the pen. Yeah. Try and take, take the, the pen. pen. Yeah. They're like, uh, yeah, just, exactly. It means you're not actually you're not no. actually going to do it. No, so when exactly. we need to remove that word "try", try. Out of vocabulary because trying means an unconscious outcome of not actually achieving or doing it. Oh, is that what it means? Yeah. Oh, okay. Try and try and try again is a really bad expression. Isn't it, it is That's really bad. Like, try, try and try yeah. again. I I'll keep yeah. not getting the I'll thing I want over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah, yeah. 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 right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm I trying know. to leave my partner. I mean, I'm not leaving him. No, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay. Good. So you haven't really got a lot to talk about it tonight mm. so great so jonathan's absolutely full of information tonight and he's on fire so we, we thank him for that cheers mate you're a wealth of knowledge what yeah. we have you here i know exactly yeah well <laughs> i've got some things related to confidence and dating and, and yeah. relationships just i thought i'd wait until you come on to that oh, okay. rather than start early oh well um, have you forgiven me from last week's party popper that's the big thing really uh, i i went i went and did dto on it when i, I got home yeah, yeah I, did, I switched it off so yeah, all I right to, i had to do the same uh, thing you do. <laughs> well, there you go then so <laughs> Uh, so, I didn't realise I had a party popper conflict running until uh, Monday morning. Did you so, not? Yeah, okay. No. Well, it was the auditory sound of it that did yes. it for me. I had to switch that off. It was hearing it yeah. bang in, in around my. We're head. getting too technical now. People are going, what the hell? What are the hell are you talking about? about? Yeah, no, right. Yeah. Okay. If you've been following, you'd know. Uh, yeah, you'd know what's sort of saying auditory problems are the problem. Yeah. Well, auditory, auditory problems when you hear something and you react to what you hear. Yes, that's right. And a visual problem is when you see something and you react to what you see. I think they've got that bit. I'm yeah. not sure they've got the joke. Yeah. I think it's more of a joke. I'm just trying to explain so now they can go, Oh, oh, I know what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. Great. Okay, good. Excellent. excellent. Yeah, excellent. Brilliant. So, so, uh, so how you been? You been well, good? Me? Yes, yes. Me? How you been? Well, actually, uh, I'm great. You're great? Yeah, I've, uh, things have just completely exploded for me this week. Have they? What, yeah. everything? Everything. I wonder why the house is a mess. Everything exploded. Did it? Uh, yeah, take me a week to clear up. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Uh, no, so uh, I've... Uh, I, I, after last week's podcast, I just had a massive influx of new clients. Mm. Loads of new clients. So I've been super busy this week. You've been super busy. Oh, my goodness, mate. I know. Can't believe it. It's good, actually. I mean, I've been four or five people a day, and I've been been dealing with some really big stuff, actually, which I'll come on to in a bit. Um, But uh, two of the clients that come to me um, in uh, early end of this week uh, basically turned around and said that they actually watched our podcasts Mm. before they came. Oh, really? Yeah, they watched the podcast before they come, which I thought was really great. And uh, on top of that... Uh, they said to me uh, how good they were and how good a team me and you were. And how, oh, that's uh, we're, nice. We're really funny together. You apparently. didn't tell me that earlier. No, I didn't. I saved that. it. You saved it. Yeah, oh, I did save it. Really nice. So, yeah, so um, they, two people at the end of the uh, oh. session said, oh, Why do you hear it and I don't? What is it? Why do people tell you but they don't tell me? Uh, well, I think I covered that last week, didn't I? I can't remember. The, the whole I said you didn't have any thing. friends. No, it? That's <laughs> what it was. You didn't have any friends. That's right. I remember. Um, I have now three friends. Yes. Thank you very much. Due yeah, to last week's yeah. podcast. Did you do the draw on Wednesday? I did, yeah. I did, yeah. I did, yeah, yeah. And I drew out three numbers. Thank you. It was oh, good. Great. Yeah, yeah. And I called them and they were just random. How people. old is uh, how old is Errol 88? How old is Errol? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh. He's doing all right. He's okay. He's doing yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We stopped being friends now, though, because I said something <laughs> wrong. So he's decided to leave. Yeah, I get that. So, so I'm down to two friends. Uh, two friends now. Yeah. One of them's me. One of them's you. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, no. other, the other one's a dog. The other one's That's a dog. Oh, yeah. your dog is so cute. Yes, we have a dog in the room tonight yes. um, who might be heckling later on with snoring. Yeah. Uh, so if you hear a loud snore, you'll know it's the dog doing that. It's such a sweet dog. And it's not because she's got a cake. Uh, I'm not a dog person at all. Or, or, no, you're a human person, I'm aren't you? I'm not a dog you? person. I'm no. not really into dogs, but... Uh, 
that dog there, I've got a soft spot for. He's cute as hell. But uh, yeah, so anyway, so they told me about that, and uh, and obviously we had me party part two yes, last you had week. Yes, party part two was, was very good. It was really, really good. A little bit it was really nice and chilled, and sitting by the fire at night. That was really good. Yeah. And a lot of people didn't come to the first one, come to the second one. So that was really yeah. great. I really enjoyed that. Spending all night in the kitchen cooking, which was really great. Yeah. And getting a barbecue that wouldn't light because it got damp. So. No, well. <laughs> so, so although uh, you don't want good, your barbecue damp, do no, you? That's, no. that's definitely I, don't I want made your barbecue a real damp. School boy era, but hey, that's okay. yeah, that's right. Um, and obviously, I've been uh, just also in my spare time, been up to the spa. Yeah, I've been um, well in the spa with you. Spa. I didn't think that was news though, so I didn't put no, it in. I didn't. Oh, no, I didn't I'm just you asked me how I've been. I'll show you been. That's true. Yeah, I did. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so true, I've yeah, been yeah. doing that. And uh, I've also almost finished my yeah, new track. A new track. My yeah. new summer track. Yeah, called Desi Divinato. What? Desi Divinato. Desi Divinato. Yeah, it's Italian for wish come true. Oh, okay. All okay. right. Yeah. Okay. Very good. So, uh, so yeah. So I've actually been really, really busy. Uh, I've actually as well healed some COVID this week. Oh, excellent! You did say you've done some COVID this week. Yeah. So uh, interestingly. I had two people tested positive. Are they tested positive for COVID? Positive for okay. COVID and they come to me. Now, they've got to remember that I say all the time that your we say this all the time, that your body is just reacting to something that from a shock or something in your environment. And then it's a signal from the brain that makes the organ or your body react in a certain way. We think we catch something, but actually it's the brain just, it's our body telling us there's something, a conflict or something that needs to be resolved. Yeah. So I had two people come to me who tested positive, said they had COVID. <laughs> and basically what I, I established when they started getting the symptoms, went back three days, go back to that three day things again. And the first one was that she was out at a, um, uh, a uh, ladies day race course um and uh one of her some woman got really angry got in her face and threatened her real big shock because mm. she feared for her life massive and territory shock massive territory, massive shock. territory and shock and then three days later she come down with flu symptoms based on that so once i'd gone back to the whole event got rid of all of the fear got rid of all of the uh, anger all of the feeling weak feeling that yeah. she couldn't protect herself uh, also, the shock of, you know, how could someone like one of our responses was how could someone want to hurt someone like that? Because some of the things that this woman said was really nasty. And uh, and basically, once I switched a lot of those off, most of the symptoms have, have, have lifted and have gone. Uh, I've just and also there was some images that she'd stored from that person, which I've actually switched yeah. off and reduced. I haven't got rid of all of them yet. I've got to go back and get rid of those images. But once I've got rid of that, I think she'll probably be back to full health again. Good. Uh, and then there was another girl, uh, another lady, exactly the same thing. And uh, it actually had nothing to do. It actually was to do with something that she realised and become aware of, which was to do with her father as a small child. Right. And that shock, when she got that shock, it actually started affecting her sleep. She got lost all of her sense of smell. Um, and what happened with the sense of smell was is the, the loss of the sense of smell was triggered by uh, her response to her mother and father always smoking. So when she was a small right. child, they used to smoke heavily in the house yeah. and they smoked in the car really, really bad. And she felt she was constantly under attack and she couldn't breathe and was panicking for air. And that conflict which came up for her, which was triggered for her, caused her to go into this shock state, having all the symptoms, lost the sense of smell. Mm. Once I'd removed all of the trauma, I mean, she was very, very young as a child as well, about three or four. So once I went back to those memories and removed all of her beliefs and all of the stuff she'd made up about her, about her parents smoking yeah. and all the stuff that she couldn't breathe and, you know, that's when she couldn't smell. Uh, once I got rid of that, her sense of smell and everything come back into his right as rain. But she both tested for COVID and actually 
wasn't COVID wasn't solved. COVID. No. So, I mean, well, it was, it was what they labelled COVID. Yeah. It's it what they labelled as COVID, but yeah. it's not a problem that can't you be catch. fixed. No, exactly. so you can be fixed. You, so, you um, didn't catch that from no. her mum and dad. It was no, something, something that's going around. around. So, exactly. You know, so, uh, so it's a really great example of how that works with yeah, the current absolutely. situation, because um, to this point, we've not really had a good example of, of the current scenario. Yeah. Uh, we've only had past flus and things, but that's a really good example how the current virus that is apparently here um is it can actually be changed very quickly by finding the actual shop that created it in the first place yeah um and you know that just proves that nobody is going around with anything worse than flu mm -hmm. and flu is just created by a shock or a trauma yeah um so or a detox you could be going for a cellular detox where you you've accumulated be. crap through eating anything inorganic yeah yeah you know yeah, yeah, could be, could be. Great, more, more, more higher. Yeah, I mean, it's more shock stuff. I mean, yeah, for yeah. me, my when I went through when I got polaxed a month ago, and I yeah. really was in a bad way. That was to do with some someone in my family lying to me. That's right, and yeah. when that shock, when I heard that, heard the opposite of what I've been told for six months, the shock of it hit me so hard because there were so many elements to it. I couldn't protect her anymore. Yeah. I couldn't, you know, yeah. I was worried about, I was in fear for her, for what, because of what I know. And, yeah. you know, and also the fact that the person had been lying to me for six months to my face every week, Yeah, you know, and then when all that, so, you know, that, that was a bit of a shock really. And, that, and that's what caused, that's what made me go down, you know? So, <laughs> but you know, once we switched off all of those responses, I was back down, like I said, I was back down the gym within a week. So, you know, I didn't catch anything. So, so, yeah, so but, but ordinarily before I learned this and knew this, I would have thought that I would have caught and gone down with something, but that's how it works. So, um, yeah, so I've had some really interesting, uh, like I said, I've had some really interesting uh, uh, new clients this week. Uh, again, mainly relationships. Um, I've had a lot of people that are suffering with really bad self-worth issues mm. uh, and uh, that generally goes back to their children uh, things that have happened with their kids feeling guilty yeah I have one woman that obviously knows I have one woman who was in a really bad way uh, because she decided to stay in a relationship uh, and it really affected her children mm. it actually she knew it was but she stayed there for whatever um, she looked no she, for her own selfish means yeah uh, but what happened was is the relationship was so abusive that the children were in that environment and then as the children then got older and reached a certain age it had a massive impact on both of them and now they're i wouldn't say they're really struggling mm. they're really struggling with mental health issues and having one of the lads has to go away to you know has to go away to special um retreats just to, to, to you know it's really sad so sad. yeah so but anyway so i've been helping her or i helped her switch off all of her stuff in relation to that uh and uh, i had another uh, i had another person come to me who had um been a bit of a strange one really but they had a a thing with their sister <laughs> when they were growing up so um you know because of just what was going on in the household and uh, having a lack of attention and they were really young mm. and very young and obviously they didn't know they were doing anything wrong but then as it gets older and you become aware of that he's been carrying that guilt for a very very long time so i was able to switch that off for him and now hopefully resolve that um which is really interesting uh and I've had that quite a few a bit, actually, believe it or not. So, and people don't realise that sort of conflict is really common. Mm. That sort of, that sort of um, thing. It's curiosity. It's a kid. Yeah, it's as a curious. child, yeah. It's a very common yeah, no, thing. But then as you get older, you feel so bad about you it. You know, it's wrong. It. But you're, you stuck, you're stuck with it. So. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, anyway, it's I was able, a really common thing. I was able to get rid of all of that. Yeah, okay. I just got rid of all that. It took it took quite a while actually with him because there was a lot to it because he'd had it for such a long time. Mm. When he was really young and he was a lot older now. I mean, he's 
roughly our age. So you've got 30, 40 years of all that stuff that you've made up about it, what you hear and what you've suppressed. And, and, it, and it got to the point where it, it, it took his toll and it was affecting his work. It was affecting his relationship. It's affecting his relationship. It really just took his toll. And, and, uh, and lucky enough, he reached out to me um, and uh, I was able to help him and get rid of that as well, which is really good. And, uh, and I've had a few referrals as well. Uh, again, self-worth issues about relationships and stuff, you know, generally staying in relationships and not getting out of them. And they should yeah. and causing problems to the children. And then they've, and then they, what happens is, is once it reaches a certain point, they know that they're responsible for that, but they hold that guilt and shame. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, so, you know, um, I've been helping a lot of people with that, which is really funny because we're talking about, you know, we've been doing these podcasts about relationships and, you know, and, and staying in them when we shouldn't and uh and it's been quite uncanny that over the last month most of those things that um that we've been talking about on here <laughs> literally this week is like black and we was talking about this on the podcast right. so yeah, yeah, yeah. so really interesting stuff and uh so but i've had a complete success with all of it it's obviously the usual depression and anxiety stuff which is really simple now to to mm. to get rid of i mean I could, I like to say I could do it with my eyes shut because generally it is once you've done it enough times, it's the same thing over and over again in everybody. Could you do it with your hands tied behind your back? I don't know if I could do it. Well, I could and actually. Hopping on one leg. I probably could. Could you? No, I really like yeah. to see that. That'd be fantastic. That would be good, that. wouldn't it? And if you watch any next week, I might show a video yeah, of me doing, doing that. Doing that, yeah. <laughs> but, um, see, now, while you've had all the emotional stuff, I've had a lot of physical stuff. I've had a lot of trapped nerves. So, people yeah. trapping nerves all the time this week. And it's just been like one of my clients who's abroad. Who I treated for back pain and got rid of back pain. Well, she's abroad, as she's in she's abroad. like a, who's in a lady of the street, or no, she's no, she's abroad, she's as, abroad in, she's in as in she's in a different country. Oh, okay. And I treated her for a back pain, got rid of a back pain, and then uh, she messaged me. Well, I found out that she'd been struggling with pain down her arm from somebody else. Yeah. And she hadn't contacted me at this point. She did it for about a week, and she she went to the osteopath. The osteopath then made it worse, so she ended up in A and E. What well, not A and E, but the the, yeah. the medical workers out there. And they just said, oh, you've trapped a nerve and gave her medication. And the hospital just said, well, you've trapped a nerve. And and obviously didn't release the nerve. Because this is the problem with therapists. When you get a trapped nerve, it doesn't seem to be any therapist know how to release a trapped nerve. I don't know what this conflict is. Yeah. But they don't seem to be able to release a trapped nerve. I'm sure there are some people out there who do. But most of the people I see, they, their therapist has not released the nerve. They just try to manipulate the body and relax the muscles. But you actually have to release the nerve or clear the trauma. So this lady, bless her, she went to the osteopath. He didn't release a nerve. He just did some kind of manipulation. That aggravated it because, unfortunately, you have a trapped nerve. A trapped nerve is a little bit like a a, a frightened animal in a trap um, that wants to be released. The animal wants to be released, but it's fine of what you're going to do when you release it. So it's like, no, I don't want to come out, but I do want to come out. No, yeah. I want to release me from his pain, but no, I don't know who you are. Yeah. And nerves are like that. Yeah. So you, you can't do anything too severe to the body when you have a trapped nerve because it will just trigger it all off. So the, all you can do is, or what you have to do first is release a nerve, then relax it down, then have a little break, then you can do more deep tissue stuff after a few days later on once the nerve is completely gone. But it just people don't seem to know how to do this. So this lady called me up finally about a week later after losing sleep and really intense pain on a Saturday evening where she just couldn't sleep. And within 30 minutes of clearing the shock, it all just vanished and went away and I spoke to since and she's... Not she's got a small little bit of ache in her muscle, but that's so you actually another. didn't touch her physically. I actually, in this particular case, she's in another country. I didn't touch her physically. I just cleared the shock, oh, no, um, <laughs> and I found the shock, um, and that that basically resolved the issue. And another lady I treated, you know, I met a, a networking thing. She had wrist pain for years. 
And when I met her, she was wearing, this is always makes me chuckle, right? So she was wearing this support, you know, straps you get for wrists, yeah. which are next to useless. Like, they do nothing. Um, you know, all they do is provide a little bit of support if it's fractured or if there is actual damage. But just wearing it because there's pain is irrelevant. And even wearing it if it's a fracture, you should do that under certain circumstances, not all the time. Um, but and people are different from that perspective with, with the injury. But just wearing a wrist support because there's pain is doing nothing. It's not doing. It's not protecting you. It's not doing anything. And it's helping her psychologically. Mate. Psychologically, it's helping her a lot. She, she feels, but it wasn't doing anything. I mean, it just wasn't. And and she she's the sort of person who's on the computer all the time. So she was told it was RSI, um, repetitive strain injury. Because she's on the computer, that's what her job is. So she was told, she was diagnosed with repetitive strain injury. Now, the problem with this is that repetitive strain injury is just a nonsense thing that was made up to explain why someone gets a symptom and then they blame something you do, you're doing regularly over and over again. But the problem is they don't actually think, well, wait a minute, how long have you been doing that regular thing over and over again for? Oh, I've been doing it 20 years. How long have they been there? Five years. So why did it hurt the first 15 years of your life of the job? Seriously, you moron. Well, I know, I know, I know. What? what? Wear and tear. Wear and tear, that's what it is, yes, it's wear and tear. Good old wear and tear. Good old wear and tear, yeah. yeah, yeah. good old wear and tear. Yeah, the boy doesn't really wear and tear the way people think it does. It's not, that's a bit of a myth. It's not wearing and tearing. It's not. But we'll move on from that. So anyway, this lady had um, this RSI, apparently, that's what was diagnosed as, and uh, and all she'd actually done was trap a nerve in her neck. That was it, up here. And she put a bone out of place in her wrist. So the main reason it would hurt while she was typing is because the, the shoulder would go up, Every time she was typing unconsciously like this, it would raise. Not that bad, but I'm sort of showing you on camera. Are you exaggerating? I'm exaggerating. Yeah, exaggerating. yeah, yeah. I'm exaggerating. So the shoulder would go up when she was typing. So that would tense everything down the arm. And, of course, because the bone was out, that was affecting the movement in the fingers. So when she would type, then, obviously, the bone would knock against the other structures and cause a pain. Like that. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah, but not quite that bad. <laughs> uh, and as soon as I released the nerve, within two sessions, all the pain had gone. I saw her again it's four weeks later since i treated her still got no pain yeah. wasn't wearing the wrist thing and i didn't see her for treatment she was just at the networking thing that i'd go to and and just no pain so it was really simple to fix it but by treating the cause of the problem not the symptom ironically it was a little bone out place in the area that was the problem but that wasn't the whole problem it was actually the trap nerve and it was really simple to fix it wasn't it wasn't yeah it's similar, it's similar to people that come to me with who have got uh symptoms of sciatica you know, Same thing. I've, had, I've had three people in the last month that have come to me with severe back pain. They're like, in, they're literally in agony and they can't hardly move off my sofa. And all I've done is gone to the shock of being stuck and not being able to move forward. Yeah. And then by the time I've cleared all those sponsors, they've literally got up and walked out of my house. I have not touched them at all. Uh, sitting six foot across away from me, not through social distancing. It's just how far my flipping sofa is from me. It's sofa big, huge. Right, right? so the six, six, about, you know. so anyway, yeah, and uh, so I haven't touched them, and I've just oh. gone in, asked them, gone to the response, cleared all of the responses to it, the guilt, the shames, the fight, flight responses, and all the conflict, and they get up, walk away with no pain. Sight uh, echo's gone. Haven't had to manipulate them, haven't had to touch them, just no. go to the shop that's caused it. No. So, you know, and it's a similar sort of thing, you know, that, that you know, um, uh, I, I hear so many people. It's really frustrating when you're out and you hear people talking about stuff. You're like, oh, yeah, please. Like, but do you know what? I mean, I, got, I must admit, like, I remember when I first met you and you were trying to tell me when I was, I was uh, struggling with my yeah, spine. Yeah, when I met you. When, when you met, two when, years before we met at Greg's. Yeah, two, four, yeah, it was about five years ago. Four, we was at Kelly's uh, networking, networking do, and I had right. just literally had uh, a spine op. 
Yeah, that's right. And I was still struggling with it. You were it. saying about having another one, I think. Yeah, I was, I was about to have another one. You yeah. were about to have another one. Yeah, my second one. And uh, you were trying to tell me about it. And I'm going, no, you fucking talking about it. You know what you're talking about? No, exactly. Yeah, didn't believe me at all. I, I gave up. I was like, because I don't, I don't no. try and convince people anymore. I just tell them. And if they want to choose it, if they choose it, they yeah, don't. They choose it. And he didn't choose it. He just kept going, oh, it's the operation, got the operation. Oh, just, and uh, and it, it, it just, you know, I, I didn't was, think I'd ever see him again, to be honest. Um, and I wish I hadn't. Feelings <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> mutual, mate. Is it? Oh, yeah, really? yeah. Okay. Especially um, the way you treated me last night on our celebratory. Uh, but, you know, uh, rejecting me. Did after I reject 50, you? Yeah. Oh, go, oh for going for the, the spa? No, for, for, for the party popper. For the party popper, oh, I see, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, what well, friends I'm, are for. I'm sorry, I just wasn't into that. And when, mm. when someone says no, you must respect that. I must respect yeah. that, yeah. Um, so, so, um, so, 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 no, but he did, he did that same thing. He I did exactly that. There, and he was just like, no, just no, I, I've seen ridiculous. it on an x-ray, I know what it is. And I'm like, oh, know, really, please. I know, I know. That was in my jet-powered bell end days when I thought I knew everything. No, you were just stuck. Yeah, I'm not um, stuck anymore. No, um, so as, as much as much, not as stuck as much. We're talking about being stuck. Uh, I actually, I've actually think I might have met someone this week as well. Oh wow, very out. good. So yeah, who knows? Who I now I've actually know? got a female that um, you've got uh, a female. I've met a female. Where have I heard that? So I think, yeah, so I met a female. Yeah, you've female, met a female. female yeah. Yes, very nice. Ticks all the boxes. Does she? Yeah, shows actually shows some interest. She's a She shows some interest in me. So I was like, okay, and then we yeah got chatting and. So we'll see how that one works out. Yes, yes that'll be nice. I know she's got the same birthday as another friend of mine, okay. actually, which is oh. quite weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. So what's what's his space? What's his space? Keep posting. Never know. Um, if there's a wedding in the mic, we'll we'll come on and do a podcast. Who babe. knows? Who knows? You never know. Well, she didn't run away. Every time I seem to go close to him, they seem to run away for some reason. So yeah. I don't know if it's me or them, but not this time. Well, you don't smell. You're all right. It's not after shave. It's okay. No, it's yeah. good. Right, which actually takes a great segue. Great, great, great segue. It creates, what, 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 it creates a great segue into our topic. Oh, of it creates a great segue. Great segue. Great into relationships, really, doesn't it? It does. Yes, it does. So, uh, and we obviously we covered last week about why we stay in relationships that don't work, um, and this one's about also confidence to date again and the power of letting go and moving on. So, so let's go. Let's talk. Just touch on. Let's. T- Focus on recap on why we stay in relationships that don't, we don't, that don't work for us, uh, and generally, it's probably because of generally guilt and shame. Yep, uh, there'll obviously be uh, a material. There could be materialistic, ethic, financial element to it. Yep, as well. Yeah, uh, and uh, also as well, massive self worth issues as well. Yeah, self worth issue that you're never going to find anyone else, or you're never you're going to be alone the rest of your life, or nobody else will put up with you, or yeah. all these things that that yeah. we have are self worth issues. You know, even if we're in an abusive relationship, we still think that no one better is going to love us, or or we don't deserve to be loved. Is is yeah. often when we've been in abusive relationships, we feel we don't deserve to be loved, we don't deserve to be happy, uh, we don't deserve to be treated well. Uh, and all these things get created in our minds. None of them are true. They just get created in the mind, and then you believe it, and then you end up staying because you're just stuck in your head all the time. Yeah. With, I mean, I've that. had a similar experience where somebody's been in that, and I've offered them the opportunity, and they've, they've you know, pushed it away and literally, like, um, pushed it away and rejected me and sort of, like, in a way, attacked me for exposing you know what i said exposing but exposing how they should be treated rather than how they're currently being treated and that just fries their brain and you know and then, yeah and then they they it's like they they resent you for exposing that but you got you know you have to feel sorry for those because for those people because it's just like again it's just a self-worth issue mm. uh, and they don't think that they 
they deserve anything better, you know? I think it's very common. I think relationships are really common these days in the way people treat each other in relationships. So people just think it's normal. We've normalised treating they, people they, like shit as it's absolutely yeah. okay. Once you're in a relationship, that gives you permission to talk to somebody, treat somebody, yeah, abuse somebody, like a piece take of shit. Piece, like a piece of shit. I know. And, I'm and absolutely... it's, not, it's not the way you treat someone. If you love someone... Well, yeah. You know, if you're close to someone, you love someone, you don't talk to them like a piece of shit. Yeah. I don't care what they do. Um, uh, you know, two wrongs don't make a right. That's not not in this particular situation, definitely not. Because then you're just being the same as that person. Now you're yeah. both children. You're just literally yeah. you just spiraled into being children again. Yeah. Um, and you know uh, And the other thing as well is if you do have children, it's really damaging to those kids. And like I said to these these women that I've been clearing recently with their situation with their kids, is that you stay in that relationship, you're teaching children how to communicate in a relationship you're teaching that that behavior is normal in a relationship you're okay to shout and scream shout at each and other scream and abuse and die uh, and to degrade to degrade the other person and yeah. they and if you've got younger children or children that are in their lower teens they take that as a normal behavior now when they, they go that. out into the real world and they get in a relationship first of all they'll attract an abusive partner yeah because uh, that's what's, what's actually going to happen. Like attracts like. And secondly, you're teaching them a model of, uh, of a relationship that actually doesn't work. And what you're really doing is you're programming their future unhappiness. Yeah. Um, and, and it depends what sort of person you are, whether you actually think make that okay or not, uh, or whether, like I said, whether you're staying there for your own selfish reasons or because of the materialistic element. And, but you know, um, and, and like I said, in the last episode, um, you know, most people are confused between uh, a loving relationship with an unconditional loving relationship to a codependency and a contract mm. and unfortunately we seem to have uh, been programmed or we seem to think that that a relationship is a codependency mm. and uh, and it's a contract and and unfortunately like i said before all of those relationships will, will will ultimately break down and fail and it's very damaging especially to the kids because you're teaching them not what, what a relationship isn't or shouldn't be and they take that out into the world and we have to take and we have to take responsibility for that mm. as humans i mean i know in my first relationship you know i was no i was no blue-eyed boy and i don't know what i know now and you know and to a certain degree i know that there's certain things that happened here that probably affected my my girls mm. now fortunately enough i didn't have that with laura and Ruben's, Ruben's the way he is i mean me and laura were completely different she went for whatever reason she went for but there wasn't really any of, the, any of that going on, which mm. is why it was such a shock for me when it happened. But, you know, he's not, he hasn't got that uh, in him. And, and I can see the massive difference. I mean, you know, you just see Rubes, he's just a great kid. Mm. So, you know, um, and, 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 and that's the thing we, I think we all need to be mindful of, mindful of about. We just basically normalise really bad behaviour and abusive behaviour and disgusting behaviour towards each other. Because for some reason, if you're in a relationship, that now makes that okay for some reason. And yeah, that's fine. that's what a lot of people do. They they really think that treating speaking to someone like shit is is okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. And it baffles me when if you love someone, you Why wouldn't would you, you wouldn't speak to them like that. You wouldn't. If you are speaking to them like that, then you're the one who has the issue. If you are talking to your partner, if you're criticising them, insulting them, if you are mimicking them, shouting at them, insulting them, putting them down, you are the one that has the issue, not the other person. Yeah. If the other person has done something to upset you, that's fine. Talk to that person calmly, rationally, like an adult, and tell them they've upset you. Don't criticize, abuse, make snidey comments. Yeah. Don't don't insult, criticize, criticize, put someone down, or dig at them because 
that is why are you with that if why are you with a person why would why you, you even be with a yeah. person if that's how you think exactly. feel act and speak yeah. and all the rest of it i just that baffles me too yeah exactly you know and with codependency stuff i mean it's it's very parasitical you know it's mm. not it's like parasiting off somebody and and whether I, well i don't know why we've now developed that as a as a normal as a normal uh paradigm for relationships whether it's the tv or whether it's just the way that people have become very self 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 uh, and uh, very egotistical, um, you know, so they can go out and project to their friends they've got what they haven't got. I don't know the, I don't know the answer to it. All no. I know is that's what I see, it's what I observe, and it doesn't work. And ultimately, the, the, the both people in the relationship are unhappy, the kids are unhappy, and it also affects all of the friends, and it also affects if the friends see what's going on. They're not stupid. It's going to affect them because they don't want their friend to be treated like that. That affects them. It affects mum, dad. It affects everybody around yeah. it. And... You know, and and you know, and that's why realistically, we if we're in a relationship like that, we should we really should move on from that, and that goes on now to temp temporarily, if uh, not even temporary, it's not even temporary. Don't even no, know where temporary it's comes from. from. No. Uh, it's just a word that popped in my head there. It's the wrong the word. Like it shouldn't be in your head in that moment. Uh, no. no, which really leads on to why we don't move on and having the confidence to move out of that situation. And then to start dating again, and the power of actually letting go and moving on. So well, I'm before gonna... you get to that, I go just on. want to say that this doesn't just go for intimate relationships. This goes for any type of relationship, whether it's your your parents or your children or your big boss or where it is your so best friend, your best friend, yeah. Knob. So twat. <laughs> um, so uh, my so my 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 relationship with my dad was always quite strained, and um, I I tried for years to to get him to uh he would always have a go at me don't get me wrong he was a great dad technically he was a great dad and he did anything for me but he was very negative all the time he would insult me he, uh, not insult me he would just criticize in small ways and and i got fed up with this behavior and i tried for years to get him to change it and he just yeah. didn't and i i blamed him to begin with it was, i was blaming that was part of the problem i was blaming him and i wasn't recognizing actually it was my self-worth issue was the problem because i didn't want to upset him obviously he was my father and i didn't yeah. want to we're taught to respect our elders and yeah. our parents and not go against them and blah 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 and uh and i didn't you know create problems but in the end i got so fed up with it then in the end i just put well i did a lot of clearing on it once i found dto because i tried a lot of techniques to clear my issues with my dad and I, I struggled but once i got dto i could clear the triggers and once i cleared the triggers i was then able to put my boundaries in place and i told him categorically that I will not accept this behavior any longer. I will not accept him to keep speaking to me this way. And I literally said, I am your son. Don't speak to me like a piece of shit on the bottom of your shoe. And I put a boundary in place. If you keep doing it, I will not come around any longer. Yeah. And he took a hissy fit for about a couple of hours. And then the last two years of his life, he was like a different person with me. Yeah. He didn't change completely because he was a grumpy old son, bless him. But, and you know, loved that part of him. But he did change his behavior. He actually started telling me he loved me more. In fact, he'd never told me he loved me in, in his entire life. I don't remember. But in the last two years, he actually told me he loved me more often. Uh, he was much calmer. Uh, he was friendlier. Um, he was still negative, but that was kind of inbuilt in him. But he didn't do it to me as much. Yeah. Um, because I, I I cleared the triggers, and then I put my boundary in place. I was very firm about it. I didn't shout him, which I tried doing in the past. That was one of the mistakes I made. I tried shouting back. 
and, and having a go and stomping off and it didn't work in the end well, I just it won't stood do, like, will it because you're using fire with fire that's you're right. using you're gonna he's getting your back you're and, it, and then we get that it just that tug tug of war so on. fire fire and fire and fire in this scenario doesn't work so i was just really calm i was really chilled i cleared my trigger so he didn't trigger me he didn't put me in fight and flight so when he did what he did i was just nice and calm and said enough yeah. and when i said enough in the right tone because i cleared it um yeah he threw a quick hissy fit he stormed off and then after that it all sort of calmed down the last two years he was fine yeah and my dad was a really good dad don't misunderstand me he he really was but i wasn't i wouldn't put up with that shit from my dad yeah let alone anybody else um so well because again like going back we normalize things like that you yeah know? we um you know and for some reason parents think or have think they because it's their children they're still an independent <laughs> human being you've been given the god-given blessing of being able to have that life and your aim is to it give as much support, love, and information to train that person to go out into the world on their own and function and have a happy and successful life. Not to traumatize them, damage them, hit them, teach them all this bad no. stuff, uh, because it's okay to do that because it's your kid. It's not your kid. This no. ownership element, I think, is a big problem, and and uh, and that is the problem um, because what we do is is because we think it's it's my child it's like mine it's mine mm. yes you brought me into the world but it's still an independent person, person. and mm. just because it's yours doesn't mean that you can treat them as, like that it's the same when now when you get into a relationship with somebody right yeah oh she's mine or he's mine so now it becomes a possession you can do and treat it like uh, you know as you will speak yeah. so that and i go back to what we were saying earlier on that it isn't just um, romantic relationships where that happens. It is also business relationships, it's work relationships, it's it's uh, friendships, it's it's the whole the whole lot. But what we don't, what we do, is make things okay that aren't okay. And then once we've done that, we've unconsciously given ourselves permission to be spoken and treated like that. And we've also given the other person permission to continue doing that. You've mm -hmm. actually said it's okay without saying without saying no more. And a lot of people find that very difficult, but. Uh, the only reason why you wouldn't do that is probably because you're afraid of conflict or basically, and if you are, you don't really want to be around somebody like that anyway. No. So you want to get people like that out of your life because <clears throat> they don't work for you. So I no. just want to point that out as well. I had that bit really. Yeah. Anything cool. else you want to say about that? No, no, that, that's, 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 uh, that's basically it. And a lot of, a, a lot of um, pain can often be caused by the shocks we have in relationships. Yeah. So I've had a lot of people and these might not be, you know, one of my clients, they might not be big things, but one of my clients, uh, I've mentioned it before, but his girlfriend criticised his car yeah. and it gave him back pain yeah. because it, it, it went against his core values because he'd never criticised something she loved. Now, that was only a car, but to him, it was his thing. Yeah. So that went against his core values. So back problems are to do with, just so they know, because obviously I know what, what that is, but back, so when we get back pain, it could be due to a number of, uh, it, it's due to a number of things that we hear or perceive that goes against, against core, values. core values or feeling walked over yeah so if you get lower back pain is about core values or feeling walked over um uh that's like the, the lumbar area if it goes lower that's something different it goes higher that's something different but just the, the lumbar area that's uh that's feeling walked over or your core values being gone against yeah which funny enough with the girl that i cleared the covid yeah 
um, <clears throat> that was where the, it all started. She said, it all started right. in my lower back. And I said, right. oh, okay, well, it was something something went against your core values. You got felt walked over. Yeah. And she went, oh, well, that would have been the thing. Yeah. And, so and then as soon it. as I found out that that girl would threaten her in the at the race course and the shock of that, I cleared all that and how oh, COVID went. <laughs> Funny yeah. enough. Funny enough. Oh, Sherlock. Sherlock. God uh, bless us, everybody. I know. It's uh, just amazing. Hey? So, yeah. So, anyway, so, so go yeah. back to what you were saying about the moving on the confidence. Thing. Yeah. So, so we're going on to the confidence of dating again. Yes. You know, we, uh, it's very difficult, especially if you've been in a long term relationship, because you, if you've been in a long term relationship, habitually being abused, and it's very difficult to actually have any confidence to do anything. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter what, what's presented to you, you will have a fear and you'll have self worth issues, and you'll probably believe that, you know, that that's, that's normal because you've been in that relationship, which yeah. isn't true. And obviously, the power of letting go and moving on, that's really, really important. And, and unfortunately, that's why a lot of people keep get stuck mm. and they don't move on mm. and it does cause issues for family friends and kids and all the rest of it so let's go to the confidence with uh, dating again because i know mm. you said you wanted to speak about that you know some stuff about that you wanted to share so yeah because i mean when i was younger i was very unconfident uh, about dating and it doesn't mean i'm totally confident now because i'm not uh but luckily i've got a lovely girlfriend so i'm fine so but um uh but what I would say is one of the mistakes people make is they try and move on straight away. Um, not everybody. Some people take a break. But my suggestion is that you would break and you would actually be on your own and heal your stuff yeah. from that past relationship. Uh, don't just let time heal it because time that whole expression, time's time a great healer, yeah. is bollocks. Time it's is not a great, great healer. healer. Right. Time, time allows you to tell where you are in the day based on human time uh, yeah. clock. Uh, but it's not a great healer. Time is not a healer at all. Um, all that all time does is gradually push it to back of your brain and squash it down in your unconscious. Yeah, we have a thing called an emotionary refractory period. Okay, and that's where the emotional response of so, like I said this before, emotions aren't who we are. They're not our personality. They're not our character. They are just a load of chemicals that are made in a factory in a neural pathway in your brain that pumps out chemicals that goes into your blood uh, then them chemicals saturate all of the cells in your body and that's what we call a feeling no different to if you had a puff on a spliff and felt the sensation of that or if you had a couple of drinks then you have that sensation of that it's exactly the same with an emotion. Mm. So emotions aren't our personality and aren't our character. So here's some people say, oh, I'm an emotional person. Oh, it's just your emotions. Oh, it's who I am. No, it's not. It's just basically you've got a lot of files stored in your brain, in your subconscious brain, that is stored in there that are pumping out these chemicals that gives us feelings, right? And so when we're in those feelings, it's because we've reacted to something, stored that information, and now that chemical that's there 24 hours a day, seven days a week for the rest of your life. Just because you think you no longer feel it doesn't mean that the problem or the issue or the conflict has gone away. So what happens is, is when we initially have a shock or something that happens to us, when the program or the shock happens and we form that neural pathway, the chemicals are really strong. So that's why initially when things happen, we feel it very, very intently. OK, but then what happens is, is that. As that chemical, that, that chemical formula of whatever it is that's being pumped in the brain, it gives us that feeling that we have for that event. What happens is, is that as that now keep being pumped out into our blood over consistently over time, what happens is, is the cells build up a resistance to that. OK, so now what happens now is that you'll feel it initially. You'll feel devastated and despair and you want to cry and you hate it and you're really angry. But then over a period of time, that dissipates. OK, 
And what happens now is because the cells have built up a tolerance to that chemical. Now you feel you're not feeling that feeling anymore. So you will turn around and go, oh, it's all right. I've got over that. I've moved on. It's all gone. I don't feel it anymore. It's gone. Now I've dealt with that. Unfortunately, that's 100% incorrect because the program is still in there and the conflict is still in there. And your and those neurochemicals that causes us illness, sickness and disease are still pumping into your body, into your system. So that's what we call an emotional refractory period. And so even though you think you've not you've moved on and healed it, you haven't. It's just that you're no longer feeling it because you've built up a tolerance to the chemicals, which is what we call emotions, which is the energy in motion, basically. That's how it, that's what's going on yeah. at that level. So people fall into the trap of thinking that they've healed something and moved on because they no longer have those emotions. feelings. But that's not they're not. It's not true. Yeah. And then when you and in my experience and you, you'll know as well as I do, is that when you go into those events and switch them off, all of a sudden, your whole body just gets this real amazing feeling, this really light-headed, lovely, beautiful feeling of bliss because what you've actually done is you've switched off that factory inside your brain that's pumping out those chemicals. Mm. Now you've changed the program from bad negative chemicals into positive ones and now now they're being made and then they know go into the blood and then that changes the feeling. Mm. And now you're actually putting positive, uh, healthy chemicals into your system and you've stopped producing the negative ones that go into our system, you know? Yep. So that's, I've just gone in, that's a bit that's of neuroscience for you. That's what's generally going on. That's the technical part of it. That's the technical part. I right? just tell you to heal your emotions before you move on. Yeah. Uh, but that was no, but I want people to understand no, they that should because, understand because, because I think a lot of people actually think just because they don't feel it anymore, they've dealt with it that's and right. moved on and they haven't. It's no. a complete lie. No. And we're taught, a load, we're told a load of nonsense. Yeah. And the, the sooner that people, understand that it's all of that stuff that's going on over years and years and years and years of shit, yeah. right? Years and years and years of it that's actually going to make your organs fail. It's going to make you sick. It's going to make your cells deteriorate. It's going to give you sickness. It's going to give you all the rest of it. So, I mean, that's what actually causes all of our stuff. And that's why when people come to us and we switch stuff off, they, they heal up because it's that that's causing the problem. A great, a great example of that is if you saw, if you actually go and look at a picture of me 10 years ago, I was know, about eight years, eight or nine years ago. I look 10 years older than I do now. And that's, that's right. Yeah, that, that, and I haven't done anything. I haven't done anything other than just switch off all of the trauma. And what, what's happened is my body's now healed physically, mentally, and emotionally. And he I, doesn't use all of you, like, I, I swear. He doesn't. It's and not, I don't use products. Or does. He yeah. doesn't use any of I know. And this and this, my other thing as well. Is it, and I just want to touch on this. It's just a sidetrack. It's just something I wanted to talk about this week. What is this obsession with everybody needing to put something in their fucking mouth to get better? Oh, yeah. yeah. Everything to do with healing or getting better, you've got to put something in your mouth. Yeah. What is that about? What is this massive obsession with the whole world? Oh, Nutrition. it's CBD oil. It's this. Yeah, it's it's that. What is all of that about? Oh, you've got to take these herbs for anxiety. You've got to take this herbs for that. You need to eat this fruit and this. No. No. It's, what is this obsession with putting stuff in consistently having to put things in our mouth to somehow manage deal or treat a problem that isn't caused by that thing that was put in your mouth yeah that's the crazy thing about it i just don't understand this obsession. Yeah, and, the, and the, they, they the say to you to deal with your emotional response you need to eat well no you need to deal with the fucking emotional response yeah you've just said it in your language yeah you've just said it you want to deal with the emotional response but you're using something that's not the emotional response 
there's nothing to do with the emotional response to try and deal with it. Uh, I've just had a really bad shock. My wife's left me, and I'm really, really depressed. So I'm going so to have a sandwich. A sandwich yeah. I'm going to have a sandwich and go for a run. That'll yeah, do exactly. it. That'll... I mean, just think about how no. insane that is. You've got to deal with your feelings about what's just happened. That's it. That's literally it. Deal with your response about what's happened. I don't mean logically. I don't mean analyse it. Or we don't mean analyse it. I we just mean... It. Deal with it in the correct way. We don't mean go to a therapist and talk about it for hours. We mean switch it off, basically, yeah. because you're just going to find flight. Yeah. But anyway. So but no, no, you're absolutely right. Um, yeah, no, no, I just I listen to people. Do, I'm like, what is the obsession with having to put stuff in your mouth? There's some groups that, you know, that I've come off Facebook. I've stopped posting on Facebook because I've just felt like I was wasting my time. You know, you put all this information out, and the next day you'll hear someone say, oh, this has happened can you, I'm um, like, oh, really? Oh, Do you know what yeah. I mean? I'm not going to say it because it might offend people, but I see so much shit. And I've been posting stuff for two and a half years saying, right, okay, right, here's the key to the door. Right, here's the key. You got. You, you want to get through the door. And then you go, no, I don't want that. I'm going to have this key. Oh, the, the door won't open. Okay. I'm going, no, 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 use this key. Use this key, this is the key yeah, to the door. Yeah, no. no, thanks, mate. Oh, I'm going to try this key. Try that. Oh, the door won't open. I'm like, listen, everyone. This key opens <laughs> the door. Just take that key they, and open it. And it, I just got to the point now where I've just think I'm wasting time. They like, do get eventually. Or something. I know. Some, well, they I've had get it eventually. They, you know, they learn. Like two years later on down the line, they learn. Either that or they're not um, listening to podcasts and learning this stuff. But yeah, so, you know, well, um, no, but this whole obsession with putting stuff in your mouth and swallowing stuff to get better, just, I just is, don't get it. No. Really don't get it. And uh, and uh, the sooner we come out of that paradigm of belief and actually start understanding what it is. But it's what everyone's been taught. They've been taught with a medical profession. They've been taught with alternative medical Consume, consume, consume. The the holistic method. That's what they do. You must put. You must take something to get better. You know, even the movies, The Matrix. You must have this red pill to yeah. see the. <laughs> yeah, you so, no, no. Just clear your beliefs, and you'll see the truth. Yeah, clear um, You know, it's not. You don't need a pill to do so. You don't need. All you need to change is what you're thinking and feeling about the situation. 100%. You don't need anything else. Then. If there is anything you need externally, then you'll know the right thing to do and you'll start doing it naturally. But other than that, you don't need anything else. Yeah, I mean, it's different, I suppose, if you're in severe pain, then you might need some morphine if your leg's hanging off. You know, like, you know, I do understand that. Well, but that even, that's different, in, that's a, different. in an emergency situation. Yeah. We're, not talking, we're talking about long-term chronic conditions. Yeah, and, and In an emergency situation, yes, you need medication yeah. to control things, but you shouldn't be controlling pain the rest of your life. Yeah. That's not good for you. Yeah, before he goes, oh, yeah, but what if your leg's hanging yeah, off then, right? Nah, what, are you going to yeah, do nothing? Exactly, to say, yeah. do, do you? <laughs> no, we're not that's saying not that. That's not quite what we said. We're not what we're saying. Um, um, uh, but yeah, so no, he's, he's absolutely right. Stop, stop this obsession of putting things in your mouth to uh, <laughs> to feel better. And before anyone, and you're going to get healthier by putting more stuff in your mouth. Yeah, and before anyone turns that dirty, I know what you were thinking, yeah. and I'm on your wavelength, <laughs> just so you know. Okay, uh, I know exactly where you're going with it, but oh, that, that that won't help either. Yeah. Um, but you know, well, you never know. It might make you feel better for a bit. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. another distraction. Another distraction. Yeah. <laughs> a nice distraction. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but you 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 know you'll go back to. Being crap the next day yeah um so, so oh, no, great i'll have to do it again the next day then exactly. yeah, exactly. yeah 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 lovely lovely <laughs> lovely so no so don't so that won't help either but yeah you know, the secret to to life is just to heal this and this yeah, if you do that then life will gradually get better and better day by day bit I by can bit categorically um, say that 100 but what i do i do want to say going back to the whole relationship yeah confident we were actually excited we confidence well, today well, again well the thing i want to talk about is because I, I this is what i have heard this week because i couldn't remember it yeah but this is what I keep telling people. And it's a lesson that I learned uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, and I learned it the hard way rather than the easy way. The easy way. Um, so basically, when people have a bad relationship, 
often they'll come and go, oh, I'm never going to fall in love again. I, that love thing is just a waste of time. I'm not going to do that love. Because it love. wasn't love in the first place. I'm not going to do that love thing. <laughs> that love thing is too it's much better staying on your own. Now, the problem with that is that people mix up uh, love with all the other negative emotions. Yeah. So they think that the love part was the problem. And actually, the falling in love bit is not the issue. It's the rejection, the hurt, the betrayal, the anger, the resentment, the guilt, and shame that is the problem. (laughs) You didn't have a problem with the love part. Your response that you're having a problem with is the injustice, betrayal, the hurt, the shame, the guilt. Because you chose to be with someone that treats you badly and you allowed it to continue. But you've cried that as that was love. But even even if if the relationship ends and there was no abuse, even if it just ends because... The circumstances didn't work out. Let's yeah, just that, say, let's just say it ended two circumstances, yeah. and then the person just gives up and goes, oh, "I'm not doing that love thing." But don't get me wrong; I did it myself in the past. I yeah. totally get it. But what I want to separate out is, which I tell people, is the love part is not what you have the problem with. It's the negative emotions you have a problem with. If you remove the negative emotions, you will still be able to love easily, and you may love that person still. But you'll be able to move on. Yeah. The love is not stopping you move on. It's the rejection, the hurt, the abandonment, yeah. the loss, the alone feeling. Yeah. That stops you moving on. Not the part where you love. If, as a human race, we could all get to a place where we loved without the rejection, the hurt, the abandonment, the alone response, there'd be no problems. Yeah. There would literally be no problems in this world. I'm not saying I'm there. I'm not saying Steve's. I'm not saying we're there. What I'm saying, if we could... Because what I realised through my own experience of relationships is I was blaming the love and every, and I realised that actually, no, it's just the, the negative response I'm having that's the problem. As soon as I switch that off, I can still love that person. I can still move on and be okay in myself and find someone else. I'm not going, I can't live without that person. She's the one true love. I, 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 I don't do that anymore. Yeah, I mean, the other thing as well, John, is people just wake up one morning thinking one day that the person that's been doing that to them and treating like that's going to change. Yeah. Oh, if I stay with him, one day he's going to be all right. It'll change. Something will change. Something will happen at work. No, it won't. We make excuses. We make excuses. We're going to make excuses because actually that person isn't going to change. And over time, it's going to get worse. It'll get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And it very, very rarely changes unless that person actually goes and comes and sees someone like John or myself, switches off all their stuff, deals with all their problems, and then they will. Then they will become a better person but if they're not doing anything at all and you think you're going to wake up one morning and keep saying yeah but no honestly i know i mean dave's having a bit of a tough time really or sheila's having a bit of a tough time but they're starting a new job next week Mm. that's not going to change anything it's not going to change the behavior it's not going to change the way they talk it will have a great it will have a bit of a relief for a few months maybe a month maybe two months and then one uh, the joy and the, the the excitement of that job now becomes back to normal again if it's going to go back to how it was and maybe worse that's that's another thing and we do the same thing with uh with our mental health and emotional health we just think one day we're going to go to bed and wake up and then something's going to change we're going to be completely healed and then it's going to be amazing i fell into that trap yes. because i didn't know what else to do i mean at the time i really no, didn't know what else to do. but we, we but if you're actually thinking that's what's going to happen and if you're watching this and you're in a relationship like that you might want to think again because unless that person is dedicated to changing what makes that person act and behave that way they will just get worse over time and anybody that's watching that will probably realize yeah that's actually what did happen in my in a relationship where it wasn't working yeah you know um so um yeah so i just like that yes okay that confidence to date again so confidence yeah. to date again um i mean the, com- the confidence one of the things that i learned when i was i was sort of i, st- I studied dating at one point because i was dreadful at it and I didn't know how to start, so I studied. And I was listening to a guy who was an NLP expert, and he said that you can't lose confidence. 
You don't lose. It's not something you can lose. No, it's not. It's there all the time. It just gets buried under a load of shit. Yeah. So when people go, oh, I've just lost my confidence, that's not what's happened. You haven't lost your confidence. You can't lose it. It's just buried under all the self-worth issues. Yeah. It's buried under all the shocks and all the triggers that you have about your self-worth. Yeah. And everyone has and different... Your fears. Yeah, your fears about the future. But when we talk about confidence, yeah. it's more self-worth issue. So, um, uh, so usually people have different self-worth issues. You know, women might have self-worth issues about their body. Uh, men might have self-worth issues about being good enough or being man enough. Or, or are they big enough? Or yeah, or yeah, are they big enough? Mm. Um, no, or you know, or, or do they make <laughs> enough money? Yes. Um, I don't know. You're quite tiny. You're oh, not yeah, very yeah. tall. Um, and uh, so men tend to have those sort of issues, more territorial issues, like do I make enough money? Am I good enough? Things like that. Yeah. And I am I man enough? Um, whereas women, it's more of a social confidence. You know, do I look nice enough? Yeah. Do I do I have a good body? Uh, am I sexy enough? You know, things like that. And but yeah, all of us say, well, it's not what you look like, and what you got. It's all about the person you are. But no one really lives by that, do they? No, no. <laughs> it all no. sounds good. Bad yeah. when it comes to it. They don't really it doesn't really work. No. No. Because people don't know who they are anymore. They they get confused. There's so much out there. We forget who we actually are, and we we struggle to remember that that that, that our emotions, and our thoughts, are not who we are. So we That's often think we often think that the way we're reacting, behaving, is who we are. It's not who we are. It's a habit and a behavior we've got into, but it's not who we are. And often. What happens is we glean our self-worth from those things. And if we feel guilty about past actions and behaviours, we then feel we're not good enough or don't deserve to be in a good relationship. Yeah. And at the time we feel that way, as soon as we feel that way, we will start attracting people who show us we don't deserve or good enough to be in a loving relationship. Yeah, no, it just expose, expose your weaknesses. Yeah, like it just exposes how you feel. Yeah. So that's why... Um, People who have a narcissistic, par narcissistic partner, a lot of the time, uh, the person, the other person, is a people pleaser um, because they're attracting, they're trying to please everybody. So they just attract a narcissist who take and take and take and take and take and criticize and put down. So uh, the the trick is to realize your block, realize what you're doing, change it, and then you'll be able to move forward and meet somebody. Yeah. Uh, and recognize that your actions, behaviors are not who you are. You know what you do, and I went through something very similar actually. This in last year, um, you know, this whole this whole COVID thing uh, actually affected my self worth because not because of COVID, um, but because I started behaving in a way that I didn't like. I, I was getting quite angry with people. I re I'm not generally an angry person. Everyone gets angry sometimes, but I'm not generally an angry person. Um, at other people, I used to get angry at myself. Not yep. very very little now. You know, like I try to drop my keys all the time. I don't yeah. do that anymore. Um, but I was getting angry with people uh, trying to tell me to wear masks and social distance and all this bollocks. And especially I was when actually, you know what you know. Especially when I know really what I know, difficult. and I know it's not true. It yeah. was very, very hard for yeah, me. Very hard for and me too. I got very angry, and I didn't like this behaviour in me. Yeah. And it did affect my self worth. Made me question whether I was good enough to be in the relationship that I'm in, because obviously, you know, it was affecting us going out and doing things. Uh, because I couldn't, I couldn't go out at that point and do things. Because no matter where I went, I'd just get angry at people because they were fucking idiots, as far as I was concerned. Could you and, sort of uh, be a little bit more descriptive on that? Could you? What fucking idiots? Yeah, uh, I think I, I think I nailed it quite yeah, well. I that? think that was very descriptive. Oh, I yeah, just wanted to make sure that we've just got the right vernacular there. Yeah, uh, no, you, that was, was spot on. That's was exactly the message I wanted to convey. Brilliant. Um, 
but but the point was it, it was it, it made me feel bad because that's not really who I am. Um, and I do actually like people as a general rule. <laughs> Maybe sometimes you don't get that on here. Yeah. But I do actually like gen people as a general rule, um, which is why I like helping people. And uh, I, did, I didn't want to be – I'm quite sociable and friendly when I go out. I, I, you know, I banter with people. I love a good laugh. And I, I almost became a different person. And that, that sort of uh, almost scared me a little bit because it's not, not who I am. So, so I totally understand it, and I had to switch that off. Uh, not just the reaction, but also how I felt about it, because the guilt of that was, and yeah. the shame of being like that was 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 not helping me. Um, and I did start to question whether I should be, whether I was good to be with the person I was with, because she was much more. Although it made her um, angry, she didn't display it. You know, yeah. she was she was a bit more calm about it. Um, so, and she was a bit more okay to do it. Whereas I, I didn't want to bow down to people because I knew what it was really about. I know. It's, nothing about what everyone thinks it's about it's about something much deeper uh so that if to me compliance was actually just making it worse so i would just not comply uh but of course that got me into trouble um i still i, I firmly believe i did the right thing by not complying <laughs> so that's not what i'm saying i'm not saying i did the wrong thing but i could have done it in a better way i could have done it in not such a fight and flight way and but I'm, what i'm saying is that i i you know that affected my self-worth so sometimes our actions and behaviors just from the past, the way we've treated people in the past. Yeah. We all make mistakes, all of us. Yeah. We've all treated we've people all badly. And if we feel guilty about that, or we ended a relationship badly, or we did something wrong in a relationship, and or we hurt the other person, that can make us feel guilty or ashamed. And that can then make us feel we don't deserve to be loved or or uh, be, have kindness in our life uh, because we feel guilty about hurting somebody else. Yeah. So then we attract someone to us who makes us feel like shit. Yeah. Uh, and that's what you want to be mindful of. Yeah. So if you are, like will attract like whatever's going on inside of you, you'll gravitate subconsciously, whether you like it or not. You'll find that person to expose that thing that's going on inside of you. Yeah. Simple as that. That's yeah. how it works. And it that's... doesn't mean you're like that person. It just means they're, they're showing you that you have an issue as well. Yeah. So it if... reveal, it reveal, the outside world reveals to you what you need to resolve inside of you. Yeah. That's what basically goes on and that's what i've learned and that's what i work with all my clients and it, as soon as i do that the issue goes away and the problem goes away just like that and those people disappear out of their life and they never get them back again like that they'll move up and attract Some different people. nicer that's people right. and then but then they'll go up another level but they might be a bit nicer but then i'll reveal something else in them that they do that and then they switch off for that and then they then over a period of time they'll actually find the right person for them or yes. or you know because like like is it like will attract like that's basically what it is that's what we gravitate towards that's yeah. how we make connections yeah and and the, the the more you learn the more you grow the more you attract that type of person to you yeah so it's it, it's it's a it's a tricky one really one of the biggest complaints i hear all the time from women is that their partner never grows you know women often grow all the time yeah it's very rare for a man to grow and develop yeah whereas women are growing consistently and a lot of women want to grow not all women but a lot of women want to grow and improve whereas a man kind of views it as that if they if they grow that means they're not perfect to begin with well heads up guys you're not <laughs> no one's perfect you know you're not perfect <clears throat> you know i have a, a couple at the moment oh, I'm, I'm not treating a couple i'm treating the woman but i can clearly see that by by speaking with him and by uh what the woman tells me that the guy has a problem with getting things wrong he has a problem with uh, being him, right all the time. Him being to be right all the time, <laughs> no, but no, it stems from the fact tits. the reason they need to be right all the time is because they don't want to be wrong. They don't want to be made to feel like they've got something wrong. Because feeling like you've got something wrong means there's something wrong with you. 
If you've got, so that's the belief. Well, that's just a belief, yeah. But that's no, not true. no, I guess a belief, but that's where that comes from. If if you've got something wrong, then there must be something wrong with you. And the only way to be a good person, is make sure you do everything is correct. I love making and, doing things wrong because what it basically does is it allows me to learn from it. And then, like, and I say this to a lot of people: there's no such thing as failure. No, you either learn something or it works. Yeah. Where's the failure in that? Yeah. And then you learn where what to is do the next failure time around. There is no failure. No. We just think that it's just the perception of that. Yes. So if you look at something that doesn't go right for you, you get it wrong. You can either go, oh, you can't victim. You can be a victim and get angry and go, oh, I'm not. Or you go, right, okay, well, that didn't work. Let's really, I learned something I learned there, something didn't there. I, right? I that and mistake, I've, now I've grown from that and then I won't make that same mistake again. Now, I've said in previous podcasts, I don't know whether I'm different to other people, but that's how I've always, that's how I am. And I don't really, you know, I just don't, I mean, I don't understand why people don't want to become better than they were yesterday. I just don't understand because, because why. Of, because of what it means about them. Yeah, no, so it, makes, I, I it makes them feel that there's something wrong with them and they don't want to think there's something wrong. I get that, but I still don't get it. <laughs> no, I, I get that, yeah. No, well, I, I get I, that, I do yeah. understand that, yeah. but I don't actually don't get, get it, it because we get one crack at the old, uh, at the old uh, wheel and uh, and if you're just coming in here and not trying to you, you've you've missed the point of being here or you've missed the point of life if you're not doing that mm. and um and and i and my personal belief and i don't know this because i can't prove it but you'll just come back again and just read it all over again until you have got it uh you know so you know but i still don't get why why you'd want to come here and not try and improve every day to be the best version of you to have a better life for yourself, for your partner, for your kids, for yourself, for yourself, for your family, to have different experiences, to learn new things, to to feel those losses and them failures and learn from that and then go on to do better things. I just don't understand why a lot of people don't embrace that like you know with both hands and oh no that comes down to fear you know yeah probably there's a lot, is a fear, lot of fear of that there's a lot of fear yeah. around that yeah. fear of embracing things fear of change yeah uh fear, well, of, I mean, fear of who they're going to be if they change and that's yeah. a big that's a big conflict for people yeah what's oh, going to happen the i'm so scared of being happier and healthier and having a much more happier life it's just frightens the shit out of me I'm like, i have what? that i have a lady at the moment who's chronically ill she's got rheumatoid arthritis she's got other autoimmune problems uh and we're working through things uh, but one of her biggest problems is that she's frightened to be happy. She's abs absolutely frightened to be happy uh, because Sad. because the main reason, as most people are frightened to be happy, the main reason for that is that what happened was they were happy in their childhood. Something happened and all of a sudden they weren't happy briefly and they thought the happiness got taken away. This is a very common belief that happens with people. It sounds nuts. But it's actually in loads of people. And you, if you're watching this, you may find it's in you somewhere. Um, that I can quite, I can do that. I yeah, can quite qualify for that. Yeah, because what happens? We have something happen. The happiness feeling goes, and we go, oh, I don't, don't. It's gone. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't like not feeling happy. So then, what we do is we think, well, the universe took it away. We blame. We, <laughs> yeah, that's we, me. we blame that's it. I see. Go, this is me. He's just oh, basically. Can you not tell him my stuff on the live on the thing? Like, yeah, no, no. I'm actually, I did I'm lose everything. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> so we lose everything, or we lose something. Yeah. I mean, in, in Steve's example, he actually lost fucking shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I did. But most people don't. Most people lose a couple of things. Something happens. And they feel the happiness has been taken away. So then they blame. And then their response unconsciously is, right, well, I don't want to feel the loss of happiness. So I'd rather be miserable and maintain miserable yeah. than feel the loss of the happiness. Yeah, or have happiness and then lose it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, that's exactly one of the whereas, things I had to get rid of for me. Whereas if they just realised that the lack of happiness was just a blip, 
and was a momentary thing, and if they let that new thing go, the happiness would come back, yeah. they'd be fine. Yeah. But they don't, but I don't know why I did it as well, so I'm sort of mocking yeah. it, but I've done it as well. Yeah, but that's why it would come to be confidence in, in, when you're going dating again. Because you're frightened of falling in love and losing love, or frightened of having that connection and losing that connection, or frightened, or frightened of being happy with someone who's going to make you happy. <laughs> that's right. Yes, that's that's very common. You're frightened to actually be happy because you think the happiness keeps getting taken away. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people say, "Oh, it's just one thing after another." Yeah. You know, so well, that's you, another belief so you that you need to switch so off. It is because <laughs> that's going to so happen. As soon as I take two steps forward, I, the rug gets swept out from under yeah. me. You know, it's like we have all these sayings. Yeah. Uh, they reaffirm what's going to happen to you because that, you're that, see those beliefs when they're set in there and we have these and when we say these things we're just saying them because we think we're just explaining stuff but actually it's a reflection of what's going on inside of you so those phrases and sayings yep. are self-fulfilling prophecies if you have that and you believe that your subconscious goes yep you're right and it will just create you to behave in a certain way to actually make the thing that you don't want happen <laughs> that's right and yes. then you'll go see a bloody it happens every time i, I must yeah. be right yeah oh there's this great line and you're right you are right there's this great line in cheers i don't know if anyone remembers it on cheers and one of the characters in it, rebecca they were trying because rebecca was a complete the character was a complete neurotic played by the brilliant kirsty alley uh who, yeah. who seems fantastic but she played a complete neurotic and she was always um unhappy stressed always looking wanting love but she always wanted to marry a rich person because she's materialistic <laughs> Anyway, um, someone said, have you ever tried, I can't remember what they said, but you've ever tried, you know, thinking more positive about things? And she said, oh, I did that positive thinking once. I knew it wouldn't work and it didn't. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> well, uh, and they were making a mockery yeah. of that. But that's exactly what people do. Yeah. They, they try it and, or they try and do what they think they're doing and, yeah. or they think they're doing it. And if it doesn't work immediately, they give up and go, well, I knew it wouldn't work. Like, well, if you knew it wouldn't work going into it, it ain't going to work, is it? No, exactly. Um, and the thing is, it isn't what you think that's actually that drives everything. It's what you feel. Mm. It's your unconscious feelings, actually. Thinking's about 5% of actually 100%. So if you got 100%, thinking's 5%. The actual thing you need to change to be positive is the feeling, not the thoughts. Yeah. That's it. And it's the feelings that drive the thoughts. If you go, yeah, no, but if I say thinking positive, well, what you're basically doing now is you're lying to yourself. And because you're lying to yourself, because you're unhappy and you're miserable, we go, if I think positive, that will change. Your subconscious goes, yeah, but you're unhappy, you're miserable. Now you're lying to yourself and your subconscious know it lies. And then what will happen, it will just pendulum back to the unhappiness bit. And that's why you'll then say, oh, I've tried that positive thinking, it, it won't work. Yeah. Another, I just want to point this one out as well. So another great one I hear, is and this was come up for me in a response that I was clearing uh, this week is uh, I'll never find happiness. Yes, right. And when I when I found out that that's what a belief was inside of me, like you know, it's I'm never going to find happiness. That was the problem mm. because you can't find happiness. No. <laughs> happiness isn't something out there. No. Happiness is a feeling. Happiness is a state. It's a state of being. Happiness yes. is just what's uh, an emotional response that goes on, and. If you're trying to find happiness, you're looking in the wrong place. That's right. Absolutely. So if you ever find yourself saying, oh, I'm never, I'm trying, I'm never going to find happiness or, you know, it's right. Or if you're trying to find happiness in a partner or find happiness in money or whatever, you'll never ever find it because actually it's just an illusion because happiness is a state. It might, you might get a bit of gratification once you get the car, but again, the emotional refractory period will drop and then it will just become a car and then you'll go for the next addiction oh i need a better car oh, i need a better woman i need a bigger house i need this and you're constantly on the chase all the time because 
because that feel good disappears and now you're looking for you're chasing the buzz a bit like a gambler does you know when he yes, gets, right. when he wins in a horse well if you're living your life like that you're never ever going to be happy because actually happiness is a state not an object a thing or something externally so if you find yourself saying i'm never going to find happiness then you're right you won't because it's not out there it's in here yes all right yeah very good great and and the other thing that people uh people say when you say that to people they go Oh, you can't be happy all the time, can you? <laughs> no. I was like, well, no, that's that's not. No, and then they give it. He's like, well, what about if someone dies? You can't be happy then. <laughs> and I was like, no, that's not what we said. So, so if a life situation oh, kicks no. in, it's that's okay to be unhappy. Excuses. It's yeah, okay to be unhappy about what's happened temporarily, yeah. but you should have a level of joy and contentment and happiness inside you that always sits there. Yeah. It should never detract from that. It doesn't mean you're happy about what's happened, but within yourself. Yeah. You are happy and content within yourself. If you're not, obviously, it's okay to be sad about what's happened. Yeah. But if you lose the happiness and contentment inside you, then you're not going to be sad about what's happened. You're going to be desperately miserable about what's happened. If you're unhappy, have a look at your partner. Realize it might be that person that's actually causing it. Have a look at your friends and see what what those friends are. Yeah. Have a look at your job. Yeah. Have a look at your environment. Have a look at how you're how you think and feel. Have a look at your lifestyle. Have a look at whether you're actually doing anything to 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 have experiences, right? I know I said you can't find happiness out there, but if you are generally unhappy, uh, it will be those things that are making you feel unhappy. So you to find happiness in yourself, you've got to work out which of those things aren't working for you, cut them out, and then you've reduced the problem by 50%. And then what you need to do is find out it is about you in you that that makes you not happy and it will generally be losses really you've had losses in your life a lot of losses yeah, yeah they're not they're loss, not happiness yeah, all right. alone response as well an alone response yeah 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 cool all right cool well we just sort of uh, skim across really on relationships but i think we, we did we kind of lost different things so we went off 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 I schedule know. didn't we, we went yeah. off, off, off a bit of a freestyle uh, tonight wasn't it was it freestyle freestyle, that was a bit of freestyle. <laughs> i like a bit of freestyle <laughs> okay well I, I did say at the beginning of the podcast that i'm um, i was going to do i've done something yeah. a little bit special so this afternoon whilst i was alone unhappy in my front room <laughs> <laughs> so you did you did this to make yourself happy. I did this to make yourself happy. No, so while I was in this afternoon, uh, normally I do this whole uh, you know what happened on this day. But yeah. today I just thought, well, you know, some of the knowledge that I have, and going to test Jonathan's uh, test Jonathan's knowledge. So what I've done is I've done ten questions, so you guys can do this. It's like is a bit this, of a pub quiz, really, but it's not it, really a pub quiz. But this it is a normal test. Uh, no, it's no. a it's a it's a see how. How okay. intuitive and intelligent you are. Oh, see what wow. sort of knowledge, see how much information you can repeat. This is where the remember. truth comes out about me and they realise I'm not intelligent smart at all. We do in confuse intelligence for memory. We do do that. We do. When yes. we can remember, we get told something and we remember it and then recall it. We all think that that's fucking intelligence and it's yeah. not. No. It's having a good memory and information repeating. Yeah. So be that's careful right. just because you, you know a lot of stuff doesn't make you intelligent it just means you've got a good memory and you can memory. recall it yeah so uh, and, and that's, actually there's... and that's what the indoctrination system does and that's why all of us really are have this illusion of of like what's going on because we've been taught it's been programmed that way they actually don't want us to be intelligent they want us to repeat the information that they and their beliefs that they want to instill into us and we're oblivious to it until you have a wake-up moment like i did four or five years ago when i literally lost well again you know and that snapped me out that i snapped out of the matrix because i realized that everything that i've been taught and told led me to complete and utter failure yes and lost everything so i was like well hang on a minute something's wrong here yeah and that's when i started learning all this stuff but anyway so 
So this is a little pub quiz. So go and grab, if you guys want to join in and have some fun and you can test your own uh, knowledge. Uh, and uh, yes, yeah, test your knowledge. And, uh, and at the end, well, I'll give you, I'll give you answers and you can see how smart you are. Okay. okay so, but before we, that, uh, actually, before we do that, actually, before we do that, what I was going to say is that if you get six out of 10 right, Yes. Right? Yeah. Six out of ten. You will get an amazing healing the mind pen <laughs> and key ring. You know I'm dyslexic, right? right? So you'll, right get pens, healing no, a, you'll get an amazing healing, you'll get an amazing healing, healing the, the mind, mind pen, pen. Yeah. and a key ring, which is donated by our generous sponsor tonight, healingthemind.co.uk. So should we just hear a few words from our sponsor tonight? Okay, I'll hear so let's have a few words. From our sponsor. Go on, all right, hi, I'm Steve from HealingTheMind.co.uk for all your coaching and mental health needs. If you need any information, call me on 0800 444 and ask for Derek at reception. <laughs> Thank you, Steve, for That's sponsoring right. us. I appreciate that. Right, what if I get more than six out of ten? You get two pence. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm not showing sure pens, mate. No, no, no. I really appreciate that. I okay. need some pens. Brilliant. Go for it. Cool. So uh, hit me. Great. So ready for it? Ready, no, people? I'm definitely German. Right, right. right. So why have never been okay, well, well, what I've done is I've done it. Done this as a uh, as a multiple choice and a and a true and false. So okay. Go you on, haven't I'm, got to I'm go right. into the depths of your. I'm, I'm actually giving right. you the answer. You just okay. got to find, got to find it. it. Okay. Right? Fair okay. So here we go. Number number one. Number one. Yeah. How did 19th century inventor Thomas Edison propose to his wife? Right? Was it A by Morse code, B in a semaphore, or C by the telephone? Uh, 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 by Morse code. It correct. It yes. was by Morse code. He invented Morse code was invented in 1840. Yeah. But he was an absolute like he was like absolutely obsessed with it, and he was such a keen enthusiast. He taught his wife how I to use Morse code. code. And then he proposed to her by Morse code. Okay. What a dot dot dashing conversation that must have that been. That must have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How would you do that? That's really good, mate. I'm, yeah. I'm impressed. You're impressed. I'm impressed. I've only answered one so right. far. Right. So that's one. So the answer for that one was Morse code. Right. So number two, the great English philosopher Francis Bacon died in 1626 while conducting experiments in what? Is it frozen food, the plague, or radioactivity? Radioactivity. No, it's not. No, I'll answer that one too. It was actually frozen food. Was it frozen food? In oh, 1626. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, frozen food. He wanted to prove that you could preserve meat. So, he stuffed a chicken full of snow and got pneumonia. Died. Okay, fair enough. Great. Right, okay. I don't think he did get pneumonia. I don't think he got it from the frozen chicken. But we'll <laughs> skip over that. Um, I knew I knew what I was going to That's why I put that one yeah, in. Yeah, but that one in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that would be a fear of death money. conflict, wouldn't it? It would have. Uh, pneumonia? Lungs? Uh, no, actually, I'm, I have to look. I went up pneumonia. I know it's lungs, but I think that's the lining of the lungs. I need to check that. Okay, interesting. Right, okay, so it's number three. Number yes. three, ladies and gentlemen. So, true or false, most of the underground network is overground. True. It is true. Yes. It's true. Uh, about 55% of it's overground. Oh, okay. All right, cool. All right. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Two out of three. <laughs> two out of three. Wow, Shit, blimey. I should have got more pens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> more key rings and pens. Right, okay. If I get another one, I'll be up with Chelsea this evening, aren't we? I know. That's a well below the line. Yeah. Right, okay. So the word tax, number four, the word tax comes from the Latin word meaning what? Duty, estimate, or money? 
The word tax comes from the Latin word, word meaning what? Duty, estimate, estimate or money. money. Estimate. Is the right answer. Are you sure you didn't look at these? No, I, I, didn't I, look at them. I didn't look at them. No, I didn't. The no. word taxo is Latin for I estimate. Okay. All right. Yep. Very good. I'm sure he's looked at all of these. Oh, I swear. So I swear. I swear. You're doing great, mate. Look at them. Well, well if that's the case, you're doing fantastic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> halfway. You're, you're halfway to the pen. Halfway to the pen, ladies and gentlemen. I've half, done four. He's, yeah, but you got three right. And I said, if you get six right, oh, I was a halfway to the pen. Halfway yeah. to the pen. Sounds like I'm going to jail. Sounds like I'm going to jail. You all right? I'm very excited. I'm on the edge of my seat. I bet you are. Good pens. Yeah, they are good. Right. So, true or false? During the depression, I think I might just lose on purpose. So I don't get a pen because uh, it's, like, it's like, yeah, yeah carry on. Save yeah. me a few quid. Uh, right, they're not cheap. Not cheap pens. No, no, no. Okay. Cut a quid a pot. <laughs> so I'm hoping you'll only get five right. Right. So okay. anyway, true or false? During the depression in 1930, money became so scarce in America that wooden coins were used. True or false? False. It's actually true. Is it true? It's true, really? yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, it's true. And when a local uh, bank collapsed in Tenino in Washington State, uh, wooden coins were used uh, as a temporary measure, but they didn't very last very long because uh, basically everyone thought they were so amazing, they became novelty souvenirs for collectors around the world, and they just disappeared. <laughs> so they were idea. They, they literally did have wooden money, okay. but everyone collected them and only went out of circulation because everyone's keeping them as souvenirs. But job. yeah, they used wooden money in 1930. Okay. Okay, here's a good one for you. Before it became a... Number six, number six, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, number six, before uh, it became a brand of casual shoes, yeah. what was a hush puppy? Was it a breed of dog, a type of deep fried food, or a curved pipe for smoking tobacco? I'm going to go with a curved pipe for smoking tobacco. Is the wrong answer. Oh. So actually, it was a uh, it's a type of uh, cornmeal bread. Oh. It's a deep fried food, and they have the, they in the southern states of the USA. Okay, there you go. So what hush puppy is? It's a, uh, a deep fried munch. <laughs> That's what Down in the say. southern states. Okay, carry on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So number seven. Oh, slacking now. That pen's looking a oh, bit. I, I, I know, I'm devastated. I, I don't know how I'm going to write. I don't know how I'm going to. I don't know what I'm going to do to live. I mean, Jesus. I'm just. Oh. Carry on. I can't believe you mocked my pens like that. Right. In 1974, a guy called Walter Thurston was sentenced to 60 days in jail by a British court, but for what offence? Was it blasphemy, hypochondria, or jaywalking? Jaywalking is the wrong answer. Oh, God's sake. <laughs> so, uh, he actually was put in jail for 60 days. Uh, he was a chronic hypochondriac, right? He's said to have made over 8,000 doctor's appointments. <laughs> and he was actually sent sentenced for wasting time and resources. The NHS, oh, really? Do you know what's really funny? We could put Boris in, in, could, in that right now, we couldn't we? In that case, well, well, a whole fucking lot of them to be right. quite yeah, exactly. Yeah, but Jesus. anyway, yeah, so anyway, he was a hypochondriac and he got to jail for 60. 60 days for wasting the time. But the funny thing about this guy was, as soon as he was sentenced, he applied immediately to go into the prison hospital. <laughs> <laughs> now, that is funny. Oh, now, no, I like that. That's that, great. That great, is really it? good. Right, I like you know, that. So that's, that's, okay. <laughs> All right, this is one. So that'll, this is a good one as well. Go on in. So why, in the 17th century, would you have been given an enema 
Yes, of tobacco smoke. Right? Yeah. Would it be to prevent drowning, to prevent hemorrhoids, or to prove you weren't a witch? To prove you weren't a witch. Is the wrong answer. Oh, for God's <laughs> sakes. <laughs> yeah, see. Right, it's actually, do you know where it was before? It was actually to prevent drowning. drowning. Yeah, prevent drowning. Yeah, so blowing, blowing smoke up at someone's arse or anus was considered a way of reviving someone who had drowned. Did it actually work? Uh, well, I don't know. No, I can't imagine that working. But okay. It was the 17th century, so who knows? Yeah, well, yeah. Right, so well, we're so not much. So when people say, no, I'm not going to blow smoke up your arse, so fucking good job, because <laughs> yeah, I ain't yeah. drowning. No, exactly, yeah. <laughs> So uh, next time someone typical says that. example of someone trying to take something in to heal themselves. Right? Yeah. <laughs> typical example of that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, number nine. Yeah. Right, number nine. What does the word lemon refer to in the name of the fish lemon sole? So when we have a lemon sole, what does the word lemon re what does it refer to? Is it the cooking method, the shape of it, or its taste? The cooking method. Is incorrect. No, see, I always get it right. right? Uh, it's actually the shape of it. Oh, okay. So the word lemon comes from the word uh, limande, which actually means flatboard okay. in French. Oh. So because lemon soles, it's a flat fish. Flat fish. They called it lemon, which is limande fish, which is a flat fish. So lemon, the lemon sole is named after the limande, which is a flatboard. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. And uh, to finish off this quiz, uh, so what does it mean if someone is said to be celibate? Does it mean they don't have sex? Does it mean they've never had sex or that they're unmarried? They're unmarried. Is the right answer. Yeah. It means they're unmarried. Hey, I've got four. It means right. unmarried. So, uh, yeah, so if you're unmarried, cel celibacy is basically a state of being unmarried. So obviously, But back in the day, if in you know, with uh, Christian traditions and their morals, that if you wasn't married, you wouldn't have sex outside the marriage. So it's been sort of tied in if you don't have sex but it's actually if you've been on great okay. so unfortunately you didn't win your your free pen. i'm gay you i, I am so gay I'm, I'm i'm a pen and a i wouldn't uh, want people to think i threw that yeah. just so i didn't get the pen yeah because okay. i would never do that no you're disappointed um, hey am i disappointed i think you've done all right i think, I think you've done all right oh no i'm dreadful i'm dreadful general knowledge it doesn't do anything well, to me at all so um but yeah i can't did I don't, you enjoy that? My, it was good it was fun i loved the thing about the guy who went to jail i thought it was i know i couldn't keep oh, that was brilliant i oh, was that's absolutely what fantastic hypochondriac that was brilliant and then he yeah, went, went then, to 60 then days being a hypochondriac yeah that's the eight thousand dollars appointments 8, did it for me doctors. eight thousand dollars appointments yeah. Yes, that's... Um, in his life, and then he's like, boom, jail for 60 days. Yeah. But the funny thing is, is then he instantly applied to go into the prison hospital. Does that law still exist? Can we can we arrest the government for being hypochondriacs about COVID? I don't know. No? I, I don't know. I mean, I think they all should be arrested for the lies. Yes, that would be good. Like, they're all liars. Anyway, I'll skip over that. Yeah. Uh, but no, that was funny about the hypochondriacs. Very, very funny. I good. enjoyed that very much. Yes, good. Cool. Excellent. You all right? Yeah. Okay. Did Took it? me all afternoon to put that together. Did it? It was well, very good. I had to I come up with, yeah, I had, to, I had to come up with that and find... Sort of got because there's loads of things that I could do, but it's got to be accessible to these people. If, if I could make one small, tiny improvement, yeah, make the prizes better. That's really, what, that's all I would suggest. Okay, maybe so in a wooden doll, you know, maybe play a generation game as we're doing here, yeah. you know, just get me to remember them as I go well, by. Yeah, oh, look, pen, pen, key yeah, ring, key ring. <laughs> wooden doll, that's yeah, so on here, pen, key ring, another pen, doll, another yeah. key ring, be like. be like Scooby Doo, volleyballs, sausage rolls, it'd be yeah, fantastic, exactly, yeah, yeah, um, that's. Anyway, we have got a cake in the fridge. We have got a cake in the fridge, actually. Yes. Thank, thank you very much, Rebecca. Rebecca. Yeah, thank you, Rebecca. We're going to have that, that later uh, after our Chinese, probably. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. So, anyway, so. Um, so, that's good. Have we any comments?
Probably no, probably no one's no. got no. Uh-huh. I've actually confident. I've actually got. Sorry, I'm late. Uh, I wish I could write a manual for parents, Stephen. Yeah, we all wish we could, but you can write a manual and put it online and sell as a product. Yeah, and the thing is, is all you've got to do at the end of the day is just actually get on their level and stop trying to own them, dictate to them, and tell them what they think and feel. Because everyone tries to tell you what you think. You're feeling that. That's what you're. No, yeah. Do you know what I'm feeling? You know, get on their level. Just get on their level. Get in their way. Yes, I. Communications I actually, key. I actually witnessed. Uh, I actually witnessed. Uh, somebody talk to their grandchild and tell their grandchild that their feelings didn't matter yeah. in their face great pointing at them as they did it with an angry face you don't your feelings don't matter i was disgusted I know. absolutely there is disgusted. so many disgusting people out there. um but anyway. so yes so uh okay so uh jane haycock at the beginning of the show said good evening to you both evening jane sorry i thought that was you but i couldn't see i've got my glasses off so i thought yeah, evening so, jane hope you're well yeah i hope you're well she did share the uh the, thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing, James. For Appreciate sharing. that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, um, well, thank. We should call it a day. It is a day, isn't it? It's it is Sunday. Sunday. That's, it, that's why Sunday? As that day is on the end of the sun. It is. It is. That's why it's called the a day. day. They worship the sun. Is it? That's what it and is. And then Saturn Day is the day they worship Saturn. Really? Yeah. Satan Day is when they worship yeah. Satan. Thor's Day. Thor's Day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's where they worship Thor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. God of Thunder. Brilliant. Anyway, we digress. Um, <laughs> Thank you very much for watching. Uh, this, uh, what we doing? Have we decided what we're doing next time? You're really well, now, I know. Right? Have we decided what we're doing next time? No, we haven't. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. Okay. We'll, we'll let you know time. next time what we're going to do. Yeah. Uh, but thank you very much for watching. I hope you had a lovely evening. Yeah, it's um, been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure as always. Yes. Uh, so uh, if you obviously um, have any issues that you need to switch off to improve your life so you can become a better human being, a happier human being, or a healthier human being, uh, we do have the answer with detail. Blow smoke up your ass. <laughs> I'm not drowning. No. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so we do have the answer, and it works with pretty much almost everything. Um, That's to fail. So, But if you do want that, uh, and if you've got any mm. physical issues, pain as well, then Jonathan's your man. Um, so you can contact or reach out to Jonathan on decodingpain.com. Uh, and you can reach out to me on uh, Healing the Mind on 0800 8289 <laughs> uh, You can reach out to me on um, and uh, or go onto my website, Look, check us out on Facebook and uh, on YouTube as well. I think. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, again, thanks everybody for watching and taking time to watch us. And if you didn't uh, watch the whole thing, then never mind. You missed out on some great pub quiz. Yes, you missed a great pub quiz. <laughs> That's brilliant. Pub quiz. <laughs> right. We'll see you all next time, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for watching this edition of Inside Out Effect Podcast. I've been Stephen Jakes. This has been Jonathan Shaw, and we'll see you on the next episode. Ciao for now. Good night. Bye, Bye everyone. Bye.